Hello, and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him. And today I am joined by... Hey there, guys. My name is Tyler. Uh, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-affected street exorcist. Hi, everybody. My name is Christina. I will be playing Elion. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. Uh, they are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and I play Resh Ferris. My pronouns are she, her, as well as Ferris's. She is a wood-aspected dragon-blooded who has a familiar named Zeke, who is a ferret. And she's kind of a performer, petty theft. And this is Exalted, like a dragon-blooded. I have a question for Divine. You invited a lot of people here tonight. Who do you want to show up the most? Oh, man. That is a question. And another question for you to mull over. Who do you want to show up the least? They don't have to have been on your invite list, but who would cause problems if they showed up? I'd say if Elyon would have communicated what they learned about who's like looking into the tower, like the big reason why I left the flowers, the flyers at uh, the tower was, you know, in case the interested parties stopped by to, you know, have another conversation and would see it and come to check it out assuming that elion would have passed the information along obviously the ones that i would want least to show up are the uh gagaris so tepid men and i don't know i I think i'm with christina here that i kind of want uh tanos to show up or if not tanos uh ivory blossom just to have that uh, one of the parties that is interested in the tower show up. You really want us to have to fight somebody, huh? I want to rub it in the guild's face that we uh, took their down and dirty brothel and made it something successful that didn't exploit the lower classes. All right, then. So there are a few people who have shown up by this point who might have been uh, of interest to you. I'm going to let you interact with, I'm going to give you uh, a couple people and there's at least, and I'll give you one interaction and then I'm going to go down the list to see if there's anyone else who wants to take a crack at someone else or uh, maybe listen in or whatever. Hoid. So the people that have come to the, uh, to the opening so far, there is, you know what? Do you have a way to identify people that you might not know what that they look like? That's a better question. Like, did you have people sign like an opening book or like take their names down? That thought didn't occur to me. I know on like in real life restaurant openings, like there is a guest list for them to be able to get in contact with the people for like important people. But that didn't cross my mind, so I'm not going to say yes. Let's say that you did it because it's more interesting that way. Heard. 
So everybody uh, who is important is, uh, I don't want to say is already here because there is a chance for other people to come in later, but everybody who's important enough to mention to you is here. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, It appears that on the club floor, uh, there are three people of interest. There is uh, Weeping Sparrow, who is a... uh, person from out east uh they are someone who looks like that they're in uh very rough leathers they hold themselves they 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 kind of look like almost like a uh like an explorer uh would except it's all like leathers and like there's weirdly some like leaves uh in their hair that as they try to like brush them out just stay in there um there's a few um scars on their face um and they are basically like showing off like a lot of like tattoos and stuff like that on their forearms to the uh to the hostess that they have there is a uh there is a thin blonde man who uh, is sipping tea with uh, with Tai Hero, or I'm sorry, not tea, is sipping uh, co- uh, iced coffee with Tai Hero, uh, and has like piercing red eyes. Uh, his hair is swept back, and he is in a very nice suit. You without needing to recognize this man as Baronado Jalin, who is the head of the Baronado family at the bar, nursing a drink and uh, doing his best not to let anyone stare too long with a broken nose is Thanos. Man, you had to give me so many, so many options. And if you wanted to, uh, there is a lady who uh, is is entertaining. uh, I'm sorry. One of your hostesses is entertaining a man who is about 10 feet tall, who you have already met before. My man. The explorer with the tattoos, do they look like, uh, what are they called? Dragon markings? Like, are they? No. Okay. They're just They they look like. Yep, exactly. They are cool tattoos. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, man. You know what? I gotta save my boy. Divine's going to walk over and uh, politely bow to Baronado Jalen before uh, sitting next to Taihiro. He's gonna sit down and Again, with a slight bow as he speaks. Uh, are there any... Uh, it's not called superlatives. Honorifics that we would put on uh, their name? Baronado Jalin would be... Uh, would be either Patriarch Baronado or... Uh, let's see, Advisor Bar- or Advisor Jalin. Um it depends on how what like if you wanted to use his full title, you would use like I think he's the the Claw Strider advisor and the patriarch of the Baronado family. 
That's too many hats. That is, it is, it is actually notably a weird thing because you're not supposed to have both positions, but they're such a new family that they, uh, it literally just happened. They're trying to find a replacement for him. Gotcha. Gotcha. So patriarch would be the higher of the two titles. Advisor is actually the higher of the two titles. Well, ah. they're mm, they're kind of equal, but the 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 advisor is a more uh, esteemed position because it means that he has uh, rule over more uh, more families. Essentially, he's like at the top. Gotcha, gotcha. It's like a consigliere versus an underboss. They're technically the same, but the consigliere is the one whispering in the ear. Yes. All right. Uh, so. Again, with a bow and smile, uh, Divine's going to speak. Claw Strider Advisor Baronado, it's good to see you in our little corner of paradise over here. Isn't Ty Hero the best? I'm going to place a reassuring hand on the kid's shoulder. Yes, well, I do believe that uh, something could be said about his uh, manners. But yes, Ty Hero is quite, quite a catch. Still has a little bit of ways to go, but I can't expect everyone to know who I am. Oh, yeah, it is a uh, is a common mistake. It's it's actually my fault. I apologize for uh, not anticipating your arrival here, and uh, it was an oversight. And again, I apologize, but I'm sure he'll be more than happy to make up for it, right, Taihiro? Oh yeah, yeah, boss. I was just talking to. Uh... I was just talking to uh, Jalin here about how to uh, about how that the how the unique process of the coffee uh, helps uh, liven us up just a little bit more. <laughs> He's gonna let out a uh, slight chuckle. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does that. When when you cold brew it, it doesn't burn off the uh, energy providing chemicals in the coffee beans. So it does give, you know, everybody a little more pep in their step. It is quite a quite fascinating. Yes, that's fantastic. I can see that you've been doing a lot of work here. So tell me, are you, your family's poised to try and take Chiroscuro out from under us? What can we do to... Mm, Drive competition a little bit harder. Uh, you can tell that uh, Jalin has this look of determination and like kind of like a ruthless businessman to him. Can I discern that it's one of his intimacies that if I try to take this conversation away from business, he's going to get pissed off? Um. Well, if you wanted to try and discern that, you would have to roll against his guile. Yeah, I would. So that would be a read intention role, which is a perception and socialize role. And I'm not reading intentions based on their emotion. Well, lack thereof. So loyalty reading meditation lets me, when I read intentions to discern an intimacy based on emotion, that intimacy penalizes the target's guile as though it were his resolve. I don't know if that would count in this one because there's not really much emotion that I'm trying to pull out of them. No, no, it would not be based on emotion. You're right. 
Because I'm trying to discern it before I have to base it on emotion. Well, no, the the intimacy that you'd be looking for is if one is based on emotion. The one that you said that you think that he has is not an emotional one, I don't believe. What exactly what gotcha. what was it the how how did you phrase it? I wanted to discern if leading the conversation away from talking business would upset him. Oh, well, in that case, yes, it would be uh, something based off of emotion. You're looking to see if there's something that would make him upset. Yeah, because, like, I'm about to be like, oh, Jolin, we're here to enjoy ourselves. You don't need to be talking business. We don't need to talk shop. Like, look at this specimen right here. Enjoy your time. So, but I don't want to do that if that's going to, you know, break out into a fight again. Uh, Cody, you know that uh, the rules of the family state that um, especially that people know that you're of the family, unless, of course, that it's sanctioned, uh, there are, there is no fight. No. Ah, cool. Uh, in that case, uh, pretty much, yeah, that's what I'm going to aim for is discerning, reading his emotions as I'm speaking to make sure that it doesn't upset him. Like, if it starts to upset him, then I'll backpedal a little bit so read intentions is uh socialize and awareness perception and socialize yeah that's one perception and socialize four successes you know that he has a defining so while that you're you don't get any kind of like emotional uh stuff out of him with four successes beating his guile of three you know from talking to him before, uh, kind of like off screen talking to him now and hearsay that you that you know about him is that this guy is always business all the time. He is ruthless and will turn anything into a business. So to answer your question, moving it away from business will not get him upset with you, but he'll but it'll get him disinterested in you. Yeah, he'll just move it back to business. Oh, he'll just move it back to talking to Ty Hero and more or less ignoring you. Gotcha, gotcha. Because his position as someone higher up allows him to just do that. Right. Jalen, you're always such a... Always talking about business. We're in the business of winning the minds and souls of the city. If you want to stay competitive with us, I'll let you in on a little secret. Do what's right by the people. That's where our success is coming from. (laughs) Divine, you know that we already do that. We are here to help the people and help them achieve a better life than under guild rule. This little club that you have here, this host club, it's a nice stepping stone, but that's all that it is. Don't let your mind stay too far on it. Think big, man. Oh, we are thinking big. That's how that's how franchises work. And then Divine sort of chuckles and sits back. But of course, you you know I can't say but so much. That takes the fun out of you figuring it out. But 
there is a certain tete-a-tete. What, I haven't really heard much about the moves your family's been making. Uh, what's the uh, waves caused for the guild on the other side of the city? Well, with you all deciding to keep the guild busy, we've been able to import a lot of uh, illegal goods, let's say. Things that... Uh, Things that should help drive the market towards uh, a better future. We're looking to make money so that we can continue to fund this war. Wars do cost a good bit of money. If I learned one thing, it's that my family can be of any service to yours while we rise together and make this city a better place. Feel free to reach out. I, I believe you know where to find me for now. And when I make my next move, I'm pretty sure you'll hear about it before I make it. And he's going to stand up again, give uh, Taihiro another reassuring grip on the shoulder. Now, if you'll pardon me, I uh, will leave you to your revelry instead of distracting you with business on one of your few and far between well-needed breaks. He gives you a polite nod of the head, the kind that is deserving of maybe not equals, but of, uh, of someone who acknowledges your presence um, as uh, not, not necessarily below them, but like, you know, giving that slight head nod as to, to, to give you like a, a, a way out of the conversation and then turns back to tie hero. You're doing good kid dismissed. Exactly. So who, who would like to go next and pick a, uh, pick someone to talk to or someone to listen in on or have a scene. Sure. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll go next. Okay. Is there anyone that you'd like to talk to or, uh, speak with? Not entirely, but I definitely would like to um, probably just find a good spot in the room next to someone that maybe I don't know as much from a different family and kind of see if I can eavesdrop on something that they're talking about. Bring uh, Minami with me so I can act like we're having our own conversation. Okay, so your options right now, Britt, are Leaping Sparrow, which is that man from the East with uh, a lot of tattoos. Thanos, who is hanging out by the uh, by the bar, um, a woman who has recently entered named Ivory Blossom uh, and who signs the, uh, the 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 ledger as such and is escorted to a host seat with a young lady and unbowed Ashen Mount Mountain, who is having a very loud and jovial time off in the corner with his hosts. Let's do tattoo guy. Now, are you coming over to speak with him or are you just going to kind of uh, lead Manami on to a, I want to say like a bullshit conversation, like kind of like get him to be like, Hey, I want to listen in on this guy's conversation. Just kind of talk with me about nothing while that I listen in. Or are you going up to actually speak with him? Um, You know what? Let me go up and actually speak with him. Let me just, do the whole, hi, I noticed you and I didn't quite recognize you. Thought 
I could get to know the locals kind of thing. We both have uh, leaves in our hair. Funny coincidence. <laughs> so you go up to Weeping Sparrow. Weeping Sparrow has a rough look about him with those tattoos and the leathers. And the girls here are wary, but interested. It looks like that he's had quite a bit to drink. I was just going to introduce myself and try to make small talk to figure out who he was. Okay. Well, hey there, little lady. How are you doing? Why don't you and uh, you and your pal take a seat here? And he like reaches over the lap of the hostess and like pats right next to her. Uh, does the vibe I get from him think that he thinks I'm a hostess? Uh, that sounds like a read intentions role. So uh, that's going to be a perception and socialize. Despite him being a little drunk, he's harder to read than you'd like. He probably doesn't think that you're a hostess. Probably. I will take a seat and, uh, but not like super close to them. I don't want to give off the, the vibes that I might be just in case he gets a little more drunk. Um, kind of picking up on your cues, uh, Minami actually goes and sits next to the hostess and like puts himself between you and the other hostess. So then you're kind of out of uh, leg pat reach. Perfect. Uh, Speaking of getting more drunk, you see him grab a uh, carafe of wine and starts downing it. Wonderful. So what are you doing over here? I just like to meet new people and get to know who lives in the area. Could never have too many um, acquaintances. Oh, I see. So it's like one of those uh, meet and greets, little uh, little formal mixer. Yeah, we had those back in my tribe. Except it was a little bit weird because we already knew everybody. Anyway, I'm <coughs> Leaping Sparrow. I hail from the... Northeast, that's where I got all these tattoos and everything. Looking to expand my sphere of influence. <gasps> nice to meet you. Um, do you prefer the full name Leaping Sparrow, or can I call you Sparrow? Full name. There's too many sparrows. Also, what if a bird flew in here? And then you yelled, and then I'd be like, what? Right. Okay, um... Well, nice to meet you, Leaping Sparrow. Um, you can call me Ferris. 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 I like it. It's got a nice mouthfeel to it. He continues to say your name over and over again, tasting the syllables. What did you say brought you here? You said you wanted to expand your... Sphere of influence. I'm a kind of a treasure hunter out in the Northeast. Me and my crew, we go hunting old things and we bring them back and sell them. Do you guys have some sort of vessel or do you guys just travel on foot? Who in their right mind travels on foot nowadays? No, we're 
we're up from the northeast near the league. We got one of them, uh, one of them fancy sky ships. Do you want to come over, see my sky ship? You and your, you and your friend there. Maybe this, this nice young filly. We could all go to my sky ship later tonight. Maybe one day. Maybe not tonight, though. I appreciate the offer. So I have a question for anyone else um, who is still hanging around. Um, if you guys saw Ferris getting into a weird, maybe creepy situation, what would you all do? Ferris is a big girl who take care of herself. If she does need help, she would flag one of us down. How creepy are we talking? Have you been listening to me? Yes, but like I haven't been I I haven't been there listening in character. If I see any physical like grabbing or anything or like uncomfortable body language, uh it's going to go from 0 to 100 very quickly for me. Prit, how uncomfortable is Ferris feeling currently? I would say Ferris is not as uncomfortable as she might seem. Maybe like with some of the things he says might catch her off guard and she kind of like has to take a moment, but not to the point where she's like, needs someone to come in and rescue her. I imagine if she wants help, she will make eye contact with somebody. I also imagine that Minami is there and has a pretty good grasp of when shit's going sideways, and he would either handle it himself or tell me, because he knows that I'm there for, uh, essentially be the grunt to, like, solve any physical problems that are needed. I'm the, I'm the bouncer, pretty much. And let's be real. Minami 100% has a cleaver in his waistband. Uh, I'm pretty sure he has a gun in his waistband. I'm pretty sure he has, like, the uh, exalted equivalent of a Glock in his pocket. <laughs> Isn't that right, Brendan? He's got something. So, uh, Ferris, are there any other questions you'd like to ask this guy before uh, excusing yourself? Not really. I mean, I'd probably just ask what kind of things he, like, looks for specifically. Like, just information that could be usable later. Oh, well... Yeah, no, of course. He kind of searches into his uh, pocket and pulls out uh, pulls out basically a business card, which is kind of rare in this setting, considering that like it, it's just a little unheard of. But he hands it to you. It has his name and his business and everything. And basically, we're uh, we're treasure hunters. We look for anything from. Uh, from the shogunate to even the first stage. We're always on the lookout for things. That's how I got my fortune. Scavenging. Okay. Well, and I'm going to take the business card. Um, thanks for talking with me. Yeah, of course. You ever need anything, just come find me on my airship. Or, you know, if I can get it next month, you can come by my pad. I'm, uh, I'm buying a place in one of the skyscrapers. Oh, really? What place? He lists off the exact floor that you all are trying to purchase yourself. So what? what's making you decide to just settle down in a place like that instead of staying on your airship? Isn't that, like, way cooler? What? No, I'm not settling down. Just, you know, it's nice to have a fancy base of operations everywhere. Okay, I'm actually looking for a place for myself. Maybe you can give me some uh, places to look into since you obviously have 
scouted out. Yo, I know a great place. It's called My Cabins. Okay, well, good to know. Um, thanks for all the information, and um, I'm gonna just get up, but not too fast, and like, kind of look at Manami and be like, "It was nice talking to you." And then pocket the business card if I have pockets. You uh, you you obviously have some kind of pockets. Who who in their right mind would make clothing for women without pockets? So anyway, um, you get up and Minami gets up too, and you can see that he kind of like gives this guy a glare. And then as that he's uh, catching back up with you, he just kind of goes, all right, then Ferris, that was, um, that was a little fucking weird. I got to admit, was it the tattoos that, that, that made you interested in him? Is that what it was? It was the the creepy vibe I got that I just wanted to know who he was and to keep tabs, but I appreciate you, uh, being there with me. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. I just, uh, I figured that I'd let you take point on that. Uh, and if you wanted me to, uh, uh, fillet him, I would have done it. Also, you know, Ricky and divine and Elliot are around here. So you're kind of strapped. I figured you and I could handle it. Is Elian going next or is Ricky? Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. I can go next if you'd like. Yeah, sure. Uh, so your choices, as you're kind of aware of everything, are uh, Ivory Blossom, Thanos, Unbowed Ashen Mountain, and the squirrely weird guy who just came in. The squirrely weird guy? Yes, he came in and did not sign the book, but went immediately to the bar. Oh, well, that's no good. He has to sign the book. So I will say, I don't want to spend the entirety of my round dealing with one of these options. I do want to spend part of my time, you know, enjoying my time with my date. Um, right. Of course. Uh, I actually kind of assume that those of you with dates have actually been spending uh, the time that the camera's not on you uh, actually talking to your date. But if you want to uh, role play that out, I am totally here for that. Uh, maybe like a little bit, maybe like a part of it, not like super much, but like a little bit. But I'll do that after I handle this guy. OK, so I'm going to kind of like casually walk up and sit next to him. I also want to make a point to stay out of the way of Thanos because I, I might have words for him later. I don't want him to know that I'm around, even though he does. It's hard for you guys not to know that each other is there, but you're both kind of keeping out of the way of one another. That's fine. I have words for him later on. So you go and slide up next to the squirrely weird guy while that uh, while that Moya is uh, at at the ladies' room powdering her nose or whatever. This guy uh, orders a a glass of wine. Um, he is bean pole thin, uh, and like it shows in his face, like he has kind of a gaunt look to him. He has glasses and obvious, uh, like it going across like his bare arms. You can see very obvious dragon marks, like a lot of them, which shows uh, higher breeding on it. Um, but he doesn't have, um, he doesn't have that aura of, uh, having awakened essence is the best way that I can put it. Uh, he is, he is, uh, this is going to sound really terrible. Um, he is good 
breeding stock for a dragon blooded, but he is not a dragon blooded. Ah, so he's like a squib. Yes. Ah, oh, poor fella. All right. So I'm just going to sit next to him and be like, Hey there, bud. How are you doing tonight? Oh, hi. Hey, I uh, I couldn't help but notice, but uh, there's a check-in, you know, for the event. Do you mind going over there signing the book for us? We got to keep track of all the all the comings and goings, you know, protocol and all that. Oh, oh yeah, sure thing. I'll uh, I'll go do that right now. You enjoy your drink. I'll bring it to you. No problem. I'll be right back. Oh, and I'll oh go okay, and, thank you. And I'll go and get the book for him so I can see what he writes in it. Okay. Yeah, here, here you go, Pally. Hey, uh, what's your name? I'm Ricky. He looks to you and he and he just smiles. Uh, you can tell that he's uh, missing a few teeth. Uh, like they got knocked out of his mouth at some point. Yeah. Hi, Ricky. Uh, my name is uh, Jurgen Kanako. Does that name carry any significance to me? Probably not. I only asked because of the dragon markings. So I assume it would have been some big shot family. Um, you can always do a read intentions to see if he's lying. Sure. What's that based off of? Uh, perception and socialize. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, tell you what, I can use a willpower to boost that, right? Yeah, you can use a willpower to uh, get an auto success. Sure. You know, the whole like in, in the mob, you kind of like can tell someone's like, Kind of, kind of on the edge, off the rocker. Is he like fiddling with something, like tapping his foot? Does he like looking away from me when he's talking to me? Um, any noticeable tells? Maybe if he looks like he's sweating or nervous, just you know, keep a close eye on his his expression as he says that to me. You know. Okay. Um, for that, I will give you a two dot stunt, so that would be uh, an extra success and two extra dice. Ah, four successes total. For, with four successes total, that meets and beats his uh, his guile of four. Because weirdly, he's a sneaky fellow. But with your knowledge of that, you know that when he writes it, it doesn't have the same practiced handwriting that... Uh, like someone uh, that's someone who's used to writing their own name would. Um, you also kind of in the back of your head go, wait a minute. This guy clearly looks like he's from uh, like the scavenger lands or like the South or maybe the blessed Isle. And the name that he gave you is clearly something from like the far North. Right. And where are those places? Do they have any, like any infamous, like, reputations at all um well let's see so the the far north has a pretty infamous reputation of being one of the worst places to live because it's almost because it's pretty much inhospitable and cold all the fucking time um the scavenger lands not so much a weird reputation so much as that is the scavenger lands is more or less where that look shy and great forks and nexus are. They're very big. Like it, it's a very temperate climate area, but there's a lot of shit always going on in that area. Like, like from an out of character perspective, you can run an entire game and never leave the scavenger lands and you will always have something cool and new to do. Gotcha. From the middle aisle, uh, area, 
that's the fucking blessed isle dude that's where the realm is all right well here's what i'll do i'm gonna put his hand on his uh on his shoulder as he writes but like, ah, you know thanks man i appreciate that but hey do me one favor uh yeah what's that uh take this opportunity that i'm giving you to not fucking lie to me you have one chance here because i don't you know i'm trying to have a nice night and i and maybe you are too who the fuck are you I would like to roll presence, please. Yeah, okay. Um, presence and manipulation, I want to say. Mm, I'm trying to think. No, you're kind of coming at him in like You're not trying to... I'm not deceiving him. I'm just trying to, like, assert my... Assert yeah. a certain bit of, uh, like, spine. Yeah, that, that would be charisma and presence, then. Okay. Any stunts or anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the extra two dice for that. Uh, I don't have any chance. So yeah, I'll just be rolling ten dice. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Eight successes. Jesus, it's not a medicine roll. All right, so you're going to intimidate him and beat his resolve by a total of three. That's a pretty impressive resolve, though, isn't it? Though he looks to you with a little bit of fear in his eyes and he finishes the wine that he had and he kind of like bug eyes a little bit like they're like they his eyes go wide as he's a little bit frightened and he kind of like glances towards one of the uh side a- uh, alleys but like side areas it's a uh, hey would would you mind you 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 seem like you know the place. Would you would you mind showing me the bathroom? I I really have to use the bathroom. Does he seem like he's just trying to get away from me? Uh well if he was, he wouldn't ask you to show it where show him where it was. I see. Uh yeah, sure, pal. Come on, it's right over here. I'm gonna take him to like a side room. That doesn't that doesn't have anybody in it. You take him to a side room uh, that doesn't have anybody in it. Uh, the the host club probably has private chambers for uh, special events or for special uh, alone time with the hosts and everything. It's not that unheard of. Also, this place used to be a brothel. Right. But you take him in. And once that you two are alone, he kind of straightens up a little bit, puts his hands behind his back. Uh, in kind of that, like, that kind of like martial arts, like kung fu flick way. Yeah. Where they're at, where they're like interlinked at the small of the back. Yes. Uh, apologies for uh, having to deceive you there. I'm, uh, my name is Tepit Min. I'm here uh, on behalf of the Gagari family to scout out the locations for a new base of operations. Ah, motherfucker. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and I know that they're like, it's bad that they're here. They have a tendency to, uh, if they get a job or if their boss gets loose, to leave destruction in their wake. And so you're here specifically for... A new base of operation. Uh, our old one back in Nexus was unfortunately ransacked. But this building specifically, this 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 is a occupied, you know. This this we're here. So why specifically are you here 
tonight. To size up the people who are uh, coming to the auction, there was a flyer left for this place with the uh, quite lovely secretary of the uh, Samir, the uh, the person in charge of selling the property. Ah, I see. We figured it would be a great opportunity to ascertain exactly how many potential enemies or allies that uh, we could make in hopes of our patriarch uh, finding a way to bid on this place. I'm sorry, not this place. I misspoke on the uh, story within the uh, the skyscraper. Brendan, does this guy give the vibe that he's like wary of me? Because you said he was he had like some fear in his eyes earlier, but was that just because he'd been found out or like what? He is still wary of you. Uh, your intimidation uh, hit him right right to the core. But he is trying to put on airs because. Um, as scary as you can be, he believes that his patriarch is much more frightening. Yeah, probably. I mean, at least you'll know when I'm fighting you. Like, shit, they'll, like, slit someone's throat in their sleep, probably. <sighs> T- tell you what. Uh, I'm gonna, like, o- like, le- like, open the door a little bit while still keeping him in the room and, like, try to wave for Divine to come here. Cody, you get waved in. I'm probably the wrong guy for you to talk to about this. Just, uh, I got my buddy coming over here. But, uh, yeah. Just hang tight, eh? Perfect, because I was just going to ask if I could, uh, stumble in and play it off as, oh, yeah, sorry to disturb you to help my boy out, but that works. And as, uh, as Divine walks in, I'm going to be like, I'm going to, like, cock him on the back, and I'm going to whisper very closely in his ear, the Gagarys are here. Oh, that, that's wonderful news. I was uh, looking forward to hearing from your family. He turns to the other guy and uh, gives him a slight bow. My name's Divine, so I uh, I heard your family was in town. Ricky says you've got some business that you're looking for allies? That would be putting it... Uh... That would be giving you mixed signals there. We're looking for a way to purchase the uh, the available floor on the skyscraper. We came here because someone left their their advertisement with the uh, with the secretary. Oh yeah, my uh, my lovely date for the evening. I'm glad you. Got the flyer and picked up the hint. Uh, we left the flyer because we wanted to get a chance to meet with the people that are going to be bidding against us at this auction. Oh, I see. So you all are going to be attending the auction. We plan to. We definitely plan to. Currently, we've got the funds to just buy it outright, but, you know... A gamble's always more fun. Cody, what's your guile? My guile is four, but I can raise it with loquacious courtier technique. Okay, he's going to narrow his eyes and look you up and down, trying to determine if that you're telling the truth or not. 
Would you like to raise it? I will let you know he has a pool of eight dice. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spend two moats on Loquacious Courtier Technique to, uh, well, four moats of personal on Loquacious Courtier Technique from to raise the guile by uh, two. Making your guile six, so let's see if that he's going to... Oh, or and did you want to do anything else? Yes, uh, but wait, there's more. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to spend three motes on smoke-wreathed main, which, when a character I'm aware of rolls to read my intentions, essences, essence one, so two ones on his roll, force him to re-roll a successful die starting with sevens and moving up. So up to two ones that he rolls makes him re-roll a success. Cody, are you essence two? Am I? Aren't we all essence two? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay, so then uh, two roll. Uh, so up to two ones will make him re-roll uh, sevens then. Okay. Yep. Ooh, he beat me by one. Wow. And he didn't get any ones. Ooh, spicy. Uh-oh. And I've got nothing to fix that. At least it's, like, barely. Maybe it's he doesn't think you're just, like, downright, like, being false. Maybe he thinks that there's another reason why you don't buy that right now or something. He looks to you and nods. Hmm, I see. It seems a little odd that you wouldn't buy it out immediately, considering the amount of money being thrown around. But I guess you want to get the lay of the land. An interesting tactic that you appear to be doing a lot more, but we'll give it to you. It's interesting. Well, you know, we're throwing money around down here. We haven't started throwing money around up there yet. So you strike when the iron's hot. The iron's not quite hot yet. If you were to listen to our former matriarch, it would actually be that you strike while they're asleep. Sometimes the iron's hottest when the blacksmith has fallen asleep by the coals. Well, either way, I look forward to that. But if you have any suggestions on what we can do, after all, I wouldn't want our families and yours to clash. That would be quite rude. Yeah, that'd be a shame, wouldn't it? How much... Uh, maybe we could work something out. Of course, I don't have carte blanche to uh, make the decision, but how much of that story would your family need? Since we are, you know cooperative families. Oh, uh, Carsa would require the whole thing. Hands down. Of course. Uh, show of power. If you don't mind me saying, uh, also strikes me as odd that, that uh, you would set up operations in such a... with such a public display. Oh, we were simply going to uh, show it off as an accounting firm. People don't need to know exactly what goes on when you're balancing what numbers. Those numbers just happen to be people sometimes. But if you had a lead on somewhere else that we might be able to set up shop, we might consider withdrawing from the auction. I think I might know a place that might suit your family's needs. Might be a little more private for your tastes and I would like to show him the tunnels underneath with the personal offices you uh 
You got from here, Divine? I'm gonna get back to the lady at the tire with you. Yeah, yeah, and enjoy your night. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, watching out for the place. Oh, you know, I do my job every now and then. Every now and then. Cody, you do also have a lead on another place uh, besides offering them literally your basement. Please don't offer the assassins our basement. Where else are you supposed to hide your assassins? Yeah, if they stay hidden. These guys won't stay hidden. They're reckless as fuck and will kill us in our sleep. I forget. What was the lead on? What was the other place that I had a lead on? Um, the tower that Great Mother Bright owns. Oh, yeah. Um, have y'all looked at the uh, tower owned by Great Mother Bright? The guy kind of shakes his head. I'm not familiar with uh, the local area. Uh, could you describe it to me? And I assume that you do. Yeah. A uh, portion of the city owned by... She's a god, right? Yep. Owned by a god. Not really our kind of shit, because, you know, we don't like following somebody else's rules, but figure y'all are a little less likely to get caught and cause a scene like we do. So it might be up your alley. And plus, if you're in her territory, nobody's going to come looking for you because, you know, they suspect she's got you under control. Hmm. Not a bad idea. Uh, Cody, would you like to roll me a charisma socialize for this guy? Yeah. I'll give you an extra two dice for uh, talking to him. Would you consider talking him into moving their bad advice? I think encouraging a family of assassins to settle in your town is almost universally considered to be bad advice. Yeah, sure. It's bad advice for you. Dope. Uh, gonna spend six moats from personal in that case to give me uh, three successes on top of that. Okay. Son of a bitch. Man, that was a medicine roll if I've ever seen one. Well, Cody, uh, the nice thing is that with those four total successes... My success pool. If I need to add successes to it. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. True. <laughs> How many do you want to add to that? Uh, do I have a target number or... The target number is three, but I will let you know, since it, the dice that you rolled, you had more ones than successes. This is going to be a, uh, I believe the term is a messy success. Yeah, so that would be three plus one minus two. Oh, the, me at two. And no, then... the, one, the ones don't minus anything. Oh. Gotcha. What I'm saying is, is that since you only rolled one success, but you had two ones in there, that basically makes the success that you had be botched a little. So something funky will happen. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't think we're going to need it too much. So say add three to the, the pool, three from the pool. Okay. Since that pool was actually rolled, that makes it so that it's not a funky success. Nothing weird will happen. And you successfully persuade him to run that idea by his boss. And we will see how that plays out once that you guys get to the auction. Well, uh, I think we've uh, 
handle business as best as we can here. I, I appreciate you talking with us. Uh, I have a quite lovely date to get back to. Feel free to hang around, you know, peruse the other competitors. I believe there's several more here. And if you want to drink, just let them know it's on Divine's tab. He nods uh, graciously and heads out. And the moment that he heads back out into the public, uh, that squirrely, like weird gaunt look to him returns. What a weird choice for an undercover disguise. Nah, it's the type of person nobody wants to talk to. Yeah, I guess. But he certainly does also look like the kind of guy who'd cause problems at an event like this. So, Ricky, at a certain point you went back to your uh, table or area at the bar where that Moya is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's had a few of, uh, she's had an iced coffee that she's been sipping on very delightedly. Uh, she, she seems to enjoy the taste. When you come back out, she waves to you. Oh, Ricky. Nice to, uh, nice to see you. You came back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I, uh, business calls, you know, I'm sure you understand. Uh, always on the clock, you know. Oh, do I ever. The amount of times that I've had to tuck Miss Salon into uh, into bed on the couch. Ugh, I can't count them. Yeah. She seems to think you do a pretty good job, though. So uh, you got that going for you. How's the coffee treating you? Oh, it's really good. It's just the kind of uh, perk up to my day that I think that I'll need. I might have to order some to go or, you know, sneak in through the tunnels. That will be right across the street. So, you know... Whatever. How you feeling? Have a good time? Yeah, I'm having a great time. It's really nice getting to uh see all all these all these people around. Uh a lot of the high society people, it seems like. Divine did a great job inviting uh inviting all the movers and shakers of Chiroscuro, it seems. I don't know how he managed it. Yeah, he did okay, I guess. He's the kind of guy who can never tell he did a good job, because the second you tell him he fucks it up. I'm sorry. Uh, messes it up. That was rude of me. Apologies. Oh, you, you're fine. You should hear. You should hear Miss Salon when she gets into her drinks. No offense, but a middle-aged alcoholic uh, business owner. Uh, not exactly what I'm uh, comparing myself to. Thank you, though. Plus, you know, I don't normally care what people think of me. Uh, maybe a bit tonight. Well, you've certainly got all the eyes on you. You look fantastic. Oh, thanks. You look nice as well. Very nice. Uh, Perfect, actually. She blushes a deep red and uh, looks down at her drink and uh, like sips it hurriedly, hurried, hurriedly, as if to like hide the blush. Ricky kind of chuckles to himself, but doesn't like elaborate on it. <laughs> um, is Tano still at the bar, Brendan? I have one quick thing to say to him. Yes, Thanos is still at the bar. Yeah, I'm sorry to keep dipping out on you. I'll be right back. I, just, I saw someone I know walk in. I'll be right back, okay? Okay. And uh, Ricky's going to go saunter over to the bar and uh, pull up a seat next to Thanos and order a uh, order a, a coffee for himself and a refill of whatever Thanos is drinking. Uh, you, you order Thanos another coffee. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if he was drinking coffee or alcohol. No, he, he's drinking coffee. <laughs> Hey there. Ugh. 
great. Nice, nice to see you too. You know, I'm not really a fan of this whole uh, this whole uh, hiding opposite corners from one another. So I thought I'd break the ice. How's your night going, uh, Ten Oaks? Uh, well, you know, not the worst that it could be, but still waiting on the nose to heal. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. This coffee stuff's pretty good, eh? Yeah, it's giving me a nice little perk in my step, I guess. Yeah, it certainly makes your day go by, uh, go by, uh, not quicker, but like more smoothly, you know? Really, uh, takes the edge off, so they say. I can only imagine that you're here to tell me not to bid on the uh, on the floor in the tower. Oh no, you misunderstand. Uh, I, that's not my that's not my business. You're an adult, I reckon, and I'm also an adult. Uh, what I am here to do is, uh, you know, I I can't my mind hell kept wondering as to why you're here. You know, not that you're impacting my night, but I seem to be impacting yours quite a bit. Divine left flyers with uh, Samir's secretary. She said that it was an open invite to anyone who was interested in the floor of the tower, so I showed up. Yeah, okay, that's good. Uh, good, uh, what's the word? Uh, good for you to get back on your feet, so to speak. But I just wanted to drop by and say hey, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you already know. But uh, uh, you better keep that bent beak of yours to yourself and out of trouble. You're going to find your ass on the floor faster than a donkey farmer in an earthquake. All right? So uh, have a good night. I'm going to leave and go back to my table. With your uh, words said, um, Thanos just kind of grumbles to himself, finishes off his co- his iced coffee, and then heads on out. So finally, we come to Elian. What is Elian doing with their night? Uh, well, Elion's scoping everybody out, so I imagine they clocked Ricky paying attention to this skeezy dude and wandering off, Divine talking to whoever. Um, so they're just kind of keeping an eye, sipping on some iced coffee, just, nope, not my thing, and just set it back down. And then they hear, I assume, um, Unbound Ashen Mountain is being pretty just raucous with what they're doing, right? Yes, but not the kind that is, um, he's not like, uh, leaping. He's not like Sparrow who is like drunk and disorderly. He has a very jovial tone to him. And as the night is starting to wind down, you notice that some of the, uh, the off shift, uh, hosts and hostesses are actually starting to kind of pile into the booth with him as he's like telling a story. So, just discarding this iced coffee that just, for some reason, is not Elion's taste. They just set it down, go over, and when there's kind of a low point in the story, um, they're going to just give him a nice, firm, just, like, pat on the back. You know, that kind of, like, when you walk up to me, like, hey, how you doing, type of thing. But just, like, just, like, one of those on the back and be like, Mountain, how are you doing? You gave Mountain, you gave Mountain your name last time, right? Uh, I believe so. I'm pretty sure. If not, word would have gotten around to him. He's, uh, he's weirdly good at, uh, figuring things out. Hello, yes, Elian, my friend. How have you been? Doing pretty well. Just, you know, trying to enjoy the evening here. You seem to be having a pretty good time yourself. 
Oh, yes. All, all the hosts and hostesses seem to enjoy my daring tales of criminal activity when that I saved my small, when I saved my small son. Well, did you tell him the other part of that story with that I'm involved in with the toy? Well, we have not made it to that part of the story yet. This is before I even came to, uh, where are we? Chiroscuro, right. I was just talking about my time in the lap. Oh, well, do you mind if I take a seat and enjoy your tale as well? And maybe throw a little bit in there when you get to our encounter? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, so Elian's going to try and squeeze in the booth and pay attention to what Mountain's saying, but also it, it's one of those things of, man, I'm in the middle of listening to this story. It looks like I'm not paying attention to anything and kind of like occasionally glance around and keep an eye on things. Hopefully, so this is a little bit more subtle than just standing at a bar and sipping a drink. Okay, so you're trying to pay attention. So you're trying to look like you're engrossed in Mountain Story, but you really want to get information from uh, from everywhere around here. Is that right? You're kind of like trying to listen into everything? Yeah, and kind of try to like pick anything out that might seem out of the ordinary. Like listen to this conversation for a little bit, pinpoint on this one, to go around, and have to occasionally go back to listen to what Mountain's saying to kind of comment on it. And then, so it looks like you're paying attention to them and then just go back to kind of like bouncing around. Okay. I would like you to make me a intelligence investigation role. It is going to be at a higher difficulty because uh, you're having, uh, you're having to listen to, you're kind of having to parse the information while that mountain is like in your ear. Uh, And uh, for the description of like, poking in and everything and kind of like all that, I will give you an extra two dice. Okay. So four successes, what that you get from listening to mountain's story is, is that as much of a jovial storyteller as that he is, he is also not the kind of person who would bend the truth. When he gets to the point of your encounter, it is not in the least exaggerated except for anything that is like for flair. He doesn't say that he beat Elian. He doesn't say that it was a close fight or anything. He gives it, he get, he gives every single bit of your encounter with him of like a week or so back, the exact respect that it would deserve as one, uh, one fighter to another. Uh, so kind of like your brain kind of pieces through the investigation role kind of pieces together that uh, and kind of knows that Mountain is not a liar. However, that's the least important bit of information that you get as your brain kind of takes in everything going on around you. It takes in the conversation that uh, Ricky and Moya and Ricky and Thanos are having. Uh, the conversation that Divine and Min are having in the back room is a little too far away for you to hear. But anyone in the main room, you can kind of uh, pick out little bits and pieces. Important things for you to know from this is that Ivory Blossom, uh, one of the people who is looking to get get that uh, get that floor in the skyscraper, is ready to do it. 
However, they barely have enough to make it into the auction. According to some of the hearsay that Weeping Sparrow sang, uh, Regara Hollis, the uh, person from House Regara, um, is not going to be able to make it in time. And that uh, Baronado Jalen is planning to uh, attend the, the auction and is planning to uh, use as much of his uh, money to uh, to get it. But he could potentially be swayed to if someone were to find like a better deal for him. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to empty out his coffers, essentially. I appreciate Mountain so much more that he doesn't seem like a liar. So. (laughs) So then we go and me and Little Mountain, we go around the city and we ended up finding the other four dolls. You wouldn't believe it. They're not supposed to be in this direction, but there they were. They were just here. So then we went and took them to the Tricon, and then he gave us a million yen. Wow. That's, uh, I didn't realize they were quite worth that much. Well, the Tricon's little boy wanted a set for himself. And, you know, Little Mountain, being the upstanding young man, uh, said that the Tricon could have all of his toys but only on the condition that he got to play with the Tricon's son. That makes sense. You know, after you collected all these, you want to play with them a little bit, and it makes a new friend. Exactly. So tomorrow, Little Mountain has a play date, and I'm going to be, uh... And I'm going off back to the lap. So the Tricon said that he, that his caretakers... that li- basically, The Tricon said that Little Mountain could stay with them for a while. You need someone to check in on him occasionally? <laughs> if the Tricon is not someone that we can trust, then who can we trust? I wasn't trying to imply that. I just didn't know if you wanted somebody to go and see him. Someone, you know, that's a little bit of a familiar face. Yeah, I wasn't trying to imply that we couldn't trust the Tricon. I just, I don't know. I thought it'd be nice to see him or, you know, after everything. Mountain reaches over about three people and pats you heartily on the back. It is fine, friend Elian. If you wanted to meet the Tricon, you only had to say so. I mean, that would be quite interesting. I don't think I've ever, as long as I've been here, I don't think I've ever met the Tricon. Fantastic. Then we'll set it up. You can go meet the Tricon and and hang out with, uh, under the guise of wanting to hang out with Little Mountain. It's fine. I, I would prefer not to to lie to the Tricon as to why I'm going there. I, I would also like to see Little Mountain, but I think meeting the Tricon would be quite interesting. Right? Exactly. You can do both. You might also want to let Little Mountain know so that I don't surprise him. Of course, of course. But if that would be okay, I'd be... I would be intrigued to meet the Tricon. I only know, you know, so much about them. We can save that for after the auction. That sounds good to me. Do you know anybody who's interested in the auction by chance? We've been trying to to figure out who uh, who might want the place. Well, I assume most people here. Uh, also, you know, my boss, very interested. That makes sense. But yes, uh, this seems like a very good good arrangement. 
Uh, and I think with with that agreement in place, Elian's just going to trade stories with Mountain and talk with him. And I guess the hosts and hostesses and whoever else is at the table uh, for most of the evening. Wrapping up here, you all have done a pretty good job. I have a question for you all. Who has the highest bureaucracy? Pretty sure that would be me with two. Britt and I both have one, so yes. Unless I also uh, I also have one. Yeah, I want to get mine higher, but I'm working on other things first. All right, Cody, could you please roll me your intelligence and bureaucracy? And instead of giving you a stunt, I will let you use the remaining uh, dice from that uh, that social roll at the very beginning. Or the, the remaining successes from that. Gotcha, gotcha. So those remaining successes just add to it? Yep. Gotcha. So that would be eight successes. This dice roller is just not your biggest fan tonight, buddy. Holy shit, bud. Yeah, no, I only roll good on rolls that don't matter. Well, I mean, the roll that didn't matter, but now it matters. Because now we've got eight instead of one. All right, then, Cody. So... With uh, eight whole successes, at the end of the night, after every host and hostess has been paid out, after you've taken stock and everything, you come away with a profit, somehow, of five million yen. He did invite some big fucking spenders. Yeah. And him helping out his uh, his people and everything like really helped. The, the way that I basically did that was uh, you had a difficulty three to beat. And then for every one success after that was going to be a uh, was going to be a, like a cool million in profit. Hey, now imagine if I actually rolled well. Imagine if you had bureaucracy charms, bud. Yeah. The way as, that you're, as they say, it must be the money. The way that you're going with this, I uh, especially with like the property stuff, I think that the bureaucracy charms might be something you want to look into and maybe upping your bureaucracy. Yeah. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. Mouthfeel to it. Brendan, why would you use that description? What, Brendan, why you always gotta be creeping on Brit in this game? <laughs> Listen, Brit could have gone and hung out with 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 Unbowed Mountain and had a fun time. She chose the weirdo. You know, I did choose this life. Is that a fire wand? Are you just happy to see me? Always stay strapped. Brit. <laughs>
Tell them that place is faulty. Tell them there's something wrong with it. <laughs> and say, he's like, oh yeah, I looked into it myself, but you know, I heard this and this. So like, just, you know, insider advice, just so you know. Oh, you, you're really into that place? That, that's poor taste. It smells bad in there. I would never go to a place like that. Pretty, pretty cringy. It's not really a great place to, you know, pick up the ladies or anything like that. Are you all going to tell him that it's definitely super cringe that he does it, that it's definitely base? You know, as the kids say. Big, oof, en- big oof energy. <laughs> Let me red pill you for a moment, bro. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> oh, I hate it. You you obviously have some kind of pockets. Who Who in their right mind would make clothing for women without pockets? <laughs> the entire fashion industry, Brendan! The entire fashion industry! Yeah, but remember, this, uh... In this world, the women are in charge, so the women get the pockets. It's the men that can't put their phones in their pants. I imagine men's pants just have, like, a circle of bare skin where the pockets should be. Okay. See if I have any charms I want to use here. I should probably open the book. I don't know why I don't have that open. It's been a very roleplay heavy night. Usually that means we don't have the book open for charms. Yeah, give me just one second. 